Welcome to This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Now is your chance to get caught up in all that's happening in technology around Akron and the rest of the world. Now here's your host, Gene Destro. Have you ever hated a job so much that you fantasized about gnawing off your own arm, setting your hair on fire, and running down the street screaming? Yeah, well, I have. (laughs) And it was when I worked at a tech company that had what I thought was the most toxic work culture in the history of mankind. On the other hand, I've also worked at companies where I felt so inspired by the company's internal culture and mission that I was happy to go to work every day, enjoyed collaborating with my coworkers, and felt like I was making a meaningful contribution to my employer, my clients, and even society at large. So obviously, I was pretty interested when I found out the state of Ohio recently gave out a tech startup culture award to a Columbus area firm, and I wanted to find out what makes them so great that they got this award. Steve Lekas is founder and CEO of Branch Insurance, and he explains what they do. What our technology allows us to do is for the first time, allow people to purchase both home and auto insurance digitally. You can get insurance in a convenient moment, like when you're buying a home through Rocket Mortgage or you're getting home security through ADT. And as a result, we can bring insurance to you less expensively then you can get anywhere else because we didn't have to market to you. And so our membership is able to access insurance, expending very little effort and yet saving more than they can anywhere else on the planet. And we asked him what's interesting and unique about his company and why he thinks they got that award. We started the company with an idea that insurance was good. It's just most people don't think of it that way for good reason. But we structured the company as a public benefits corporation, which means we have a dual obligation to our shareholders, but also society. And the benefit we create for society is that we're making insurance less expensive, which our members think is good. But then we're also combating the financial exclusion problem of uninsurance. And we have a 501c3 called Safety Nest that's trying to help especially those in poverty, you know, get out of this vicious cycle of being impoverished when uncertain financial events happen, being unprotected by insurance. And we designed our brand around this mission, and our brand narrative ends in branches getting back to getting each other's backs. And we think that, one, that's a reference to how insurance used to work at the dawn of insurance in this country, where people banded together to put some money aside, but everyone knew one another. And then they'd get together to rebuild with that money to help one another. And that was the original concept. But then getting each other's backs is just what you should expect from your insurance company. And it should feel good. It shouldn't feel like they're interrogating you, trying not to give you money, and that you feel like you're not confident in what you bought and if you're okay and always feeling somewhat combative, where in actuality, the money that you get at the point of having an insured claim was your money anyway, because the financial product in its simplicity is the pooled resources of many, so that there's enough money for the few who have a bad thing happen. And so by playing all this forward into our company culture, we're a public benefits corporation, we seek to have a positive social impact And inside, we try to live that brand. 
And as a result, our customers, our membership is extremely happy, which you can see in customer reviews. And our team is incredibly engaged because we're trying to make a positive impact in a huge and difficult, highly regulated market. And the combination of those things has led to an exceptionally engaged employee population because we're trying to do good. If you thought of culture as the combined behaviors of the people that were here, and the reason any of us want to get up and go to work is because there's purpose in it. There's no better way to do that than to be working here at Branch today in the current stage we're in. From an outsider's point of view, obviously I don't work at your company and don't know anybody who does. Uh, why should I, as an outsider, or maybe even if I was a customer, why would I care about what's going on internally in your company culture? How does that help me? Uh, I would suggest that the engagement our employees have, the excitement they are to be branch, in how they make a product that's of high value to our customers is why you should care about it. And like in really tangible terms, if you called in, you know, years ago, I used to take phone calls for a big insurance company. And if you call me and tell me, hey, you know, what if I had a claim? What would it do to my price? And what you're really telling me is I did have a claim, but I'm not sure I wanted to claim it because I'm not sure what it would do to my price or how it would affect me. Our staff here is designed to really help you with those questions, treat you as uh, a human uh, instead of a, a, a transaction, and that we don't see ourselves as this thing that saves you. You know, like some of the commercials on TV by insurance companies would have you believe but instead we're a facilitator of the community's capital. And because our employees are living that brand, you'll feel it every time that you contact us. If you have a claim, you'd find that our customer reviews on claims online are near five stars, which is incredibly unique for an insurance company. And it's because our customer base is a membership of this association and we see ourselves inside culturally as a facilitation of that community's capital instead of an us versus them. Later in our conversation, Steve asked me why I thought startup culture was important. And I had to admit that I actually hadn't given it all that much thought because at least from a customer's point of view, it really doesn't matter. I mean, I order a product, you give it to me, we talk maybe from time to time if there's an issue and that's that. So, you know, kind of why should I care? But then I got to thinking about it for a while, and I realized there must be a whole lot more to it than what I was seeing. And I started thinking back on my experiences working in a tech company. So I called Chris Berry, who's the president of Ohio X, which is a statewide nonprofit aimed at turning Ohio into a tech hub. And I asked him why startup culture is a thing at all and why it's really important. Typically, when people think of startups or startup culture, it's usually a, a small team um, because these are newer companies. They haven't been around for 50 or 100 years like so many of the brand names that we're familiar with. And what they're doing is that these people have come together and they're trying to solve new challenges, tackle new problems, or do things perhaps in a new way that traditional industry hasn't been doing for some time. And startup culture, you know, r really means that it's all hands on deck. And so, because those are small teams, you don't have divisions and thousands of employees that kind of handle very specific things. And so a lot of times it's people that come together because they want to work on something really, really big, try something that's really, really hard, 
and they're just there to get the job done, which is a lot of fun because you might have a title of this or a title of that, but really at the end of the day, you're there to do whatever needs to get done, and that can be really attractive to a lot of people, and it can be also really fun. But in terms of why people that work outside of that company should, you know, really care about what's going on in the quote-unquote culture of a startup or any other company, can you give me a reason for that? Sure. There's probably a few reasons. One is, you know, it could be someone that perhaps wants to go work at a startup. Maybe they've been working at a big business or a big organization for a while, and they kind of are attracted to that. And that's important because cities like Akron and states like Ohio – you know, we don't have the startups, at least at the size or scale, that places like maybe California do or New York City or Seattle or Boston. But that part of our economy is growing. And so there's a lot of people that maybe have never worked in one but would like to at some point. And so that's an opportunity for them. And it really also means that, you know, when people are tackling these challenges and cha- tackling these issues, it's an opportunity for something new to be created in the marketplace. So you or I as consumers Startups are a great thing because that means that there's probably something that's going to be new that we might be able to buy or use. If you look at the biggest businesses in the Fortune 500 50 years ago, even 25 years ago, a lot of those names aren't there anymore. And it's because they've been replaced by a lot of these startups that are now really, really, really big companies. And so that's just part of the evolution of our economy. And as consumers, you and I buying things, buying goods, buying services, That's a really, really good thing. So when I think of startup culture, I think of stereotypical things like bring your dog to work day, uh, you know, wearing funky clothes, sitting on beanbag chairs and having lots of free snacks in the break room. Is there more to it than that? Yeah, there is. Although that can be a part of it. Right now, there's so much kind of competition for talented workers, especially in the tech space. And so companies have to kind of think outside the box. And if you don't have to wear a suit and tie every day, you know, why should you? And so that's where maybe the relaxed look, and you mentioned the sweatpants and the, and the tennis shoes or something like that. So that's certainly one aspect to it. And then as you keep thinking about it and startups and kind of the stereotypical scene of the ping pong tables and whatnot, that can sometimes also lend to creativity. And that's really what startups are about is creativity and innovation. And if you're sitting in a suit and tie in a cube or behind a locked office door all day, that can be sometimes tough to really be innovative and think about doing things a new way. And so it's kind of part of the process of a culture of, not culture of startups, but a culture of innovation and creativity. That was Ohio X president Chris Berry. For more information about the Ohio Tech Startup Culture Awards, go to techohio.gov. And that's it for now. Stay happy and healthy, and we'll see you again next week. That was This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Tune in next week for more tech news on 93.5-1590-WAKR and WAKR.net.